the role changes a lot. Mm. Um, so to where now I had to change my mindset from being a personal trainer and doing everything myself to how do you be a leader and a CEO? Hello and welcome to the Freedom with Nicole podcast. I'm Nicole Steffens and I'm a female entrepreneur with a couple of gyms and I just love helping people improve their lives. So this podcast is all about equipping and empowering young people to create freedom in all areas of their lives. So let's go. All times gym owner and entrepreneur, Nicole Steffens, thank you so much for coming and spending some time with us tonight. Um, you've been That's so okay. lovely to chat with us as well beforehand. We really appreciate mm. you being here. Um, if you could describe yourself in like one sentence, what would that be? Yeah, well, thanks first of all for having me here. I'm so excited to share with you all and hopefully get some value from tonight. Um, one sentence that's so hard <laughs> to sum up one sentence, but I think just energy like, full of life and just loving life as mm. well and trying to make the most of this yeah. life. Yeah. yeah. And that's the reason why I wanted to have you on tonight because Aww. from like the minute I met you, I was like, I love her energy. <laughs> She's so excited, so happy about life. And it's just like, the epitome of someone who has a, has, a, has a life that lights them up and excites yeah. them. So that's why I'm really excited. And, to and I guess on. from that that light, I mm -hmm. want other people to be able to feel that mm -hmm. and take that into their own lives. Like you can go back to your jobs or your businesses mm -hmm. and like have more energy to go for whatever it is that you're going for right now. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I think a lot of people just think that um, just, you know, coasting through life and yeah. being stagnant and just kind of like being on that treadmill of life is okay. I call it the hamster wheel. Yes, you're working really you hard, but you're not going anywhere actually. And yes. then you're still not happy with your life even though you're working really hard. Mm -hmm. We don't want to be on the hamster wheel. No, and you surround <laughs> yourself with others who are on the hamster wheel yeah. with you. And you think it's okay. And you're all just kind of going yeah. through the motions. And then we meet someone like you and it's like, this is what it's meant to be like. Aww, this is thanks. what it's like to be excited about life. So yeah. thank you so much for joining me once again. Can you tell us a little bit about what an average day looks like for you? If yeah. it's even the same every It's not the same day. every day. When I saw that question, I was like, ah. <laughs> so um, it's a little bit of mixed. Like some days I'm in the gym. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I don't really take many group classes anymore, but I guess like life a few years ago um, was me up in the morning at 5 a.m. in the gym every morning, uh, taking clients and classes and then working in the middle of the day, maybe have a nap in the middle of the day mm -hmm. and then maybe get your own training in and then train clients until late. I wouldn't get home 9 p.m. That's yeah. been most of my life um, until recently. I guess like opening a few more gyms and bringing on bringing mm -hmm. on more team members. And will be. I just get up. I usually start pretty chill mm -hmm. um, and just get myself into a really good like space. Yeah. And then whether that's reading a book, having a nice breakfast, whatever that is, just like something nice. Something for you. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And then I'll um, then I go into my work. Now I plan out every single day. I'll have my top three priorities. Mm -hmm. So the top three things, my highest profit action items that I have to do for the business today to move us forwards. Okay. Um, and then, then that's what I focus on. Plus you always have the other tasks that you gotta do, you gotta do those. Um, mm -hmm. But the top three are the most, so if everything else goes to terrible that day, <laughs> mm -hmm. you've got that top three that you'll get done. Yeah. Um, so I look at that every morning, I plan that out. If I haven't planned it out, usually I've got it pre-planned out, but yep. sometimes you need to refine the plan and then I attack that. Um, throughout the day and then if I'm in the gym it might be in the morning with meetings first or um, something like that too. Mm, yeah, Amazing and how has it felt I guess going 
from someone who maybe just identified as a yeah. personal trainer. Can we also just, before we get into this, how yeah. old are you? I'm 23. Okay, so she owns four gyms and she's 23 yeah. years old. So this is just the kind of context we're talking about right now. But how do you go from just being someone who is a personal trainer mm. and is just used to doing that one-on-one, -on -one, yeah. um, it's very intimate, to then someone who is now stepped out of that and managing a team. Mm. And that is a, that's a massive yeah. mindset shift in itself. It is. So I started, um, like studying my cert three and four in fitness when I was 16. And then I just started training people at the school gym before and after school. Um, and was just doing it because it was fun and I could make $15 an hour. That's all I charged for personal training at the start was $15 an hour. I was making $11 at IGA. That so to amazing. me, $15 at PT was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then we work at IGA as well. So that's where I started, but I've always had this passion. I was always thinking about, oh, I want to own my own gym. Yeah. Um, I thought it would be like four years after school, like I would manage another gym. And I started working at Fernwood Fitness and just saw a gap in my small little town. Um, outside of Toowoomba is where I'm from and um, I saw a gap there and I was like oh I'll just open up this small studio um, and it progressed into a larger gym and um, and then I guess I went more to group training so from personal training that one-on-one -on -one stuff which I love that interaction making someone feel so happy in their day yeah. to then the group stuff where you're not just impacting one person you're impacting 30 people at a time five times a day yeah um, so that scale of impact um, and I love the saying that if you can't teach, coach or help one-to-one, -one, mm. how do you do them one-to-many? So I think yeah. it's good to like nail yeah. that one-to-one -one first and then, okay, well, if I, now some people just love one-on-one -on -one, mm. and that's, that's what, cool. where, you know, wherever you are in whatever career, you just might like that. There's yeah. no reason for you have to go to more, but some people want that bigger impact. Mm -hmm. So I was like, let's go one-to-many. Um, so that's when I started the group training, opened mm -hmm. my own gym and then I always had this part of me that was like, I want to try and see what it's like to have multiple gyms. Like, mm -hmm. what if we could scale this impact even more? Yeah. Um, so that's where the heart was. And then I guess the mindset shifts along that has been hard because to take yourself from doing everything to then not being able to step in and overtake oh someone yeah. and not be like, oh, I could do that. No, you've got to let them do that. Yeah. Uh, but how am I meant to be a leader? What am I actually meant to do with my day now? I'm not doing, yeah, not yeah, doing the thing. I'm not taking clients. What am yeah. I meant to do? You know. Yeah. So then, you know, you're in limbo for a little bit of trying to figure out your, your yeah. new role because someone doesn't give you a job description, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And I think as well, people think like, you know, oh, I would love to I would love to be the person who is in your position. Yeah. But all I know is how to do that one-on-one -on -one thing and I don't know how to connect the dots and like you said it's not necessarily about having the credentials or X, yeah. Y, Z. You yeah, I have no of... business degree, like no experience. I've learned from Google and YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, YouTube. <laughs> no, I've had some mentors along the way as well. But yeah, but it is yeah. an evolution as yeah. well. And it's about, um, you know, honing in on what you love to do and then letting that progress and, and perhaps starting small and then letting it snowball over yeah. time. Perhaps you see yourself wanting to be in that CEO position but mm. first you need to get your confidence one-on-one -on -one, yeah and then you take the next step and you kind of like let that snowball yeah build the um, foundations yeah. and then you can go so much bigger from there yeah um, yeah totally agree so what was your childhood like are you yeah. have you been entrepreneurial because to you this is mm. so natural yeah. and I can see that that this has just been 
such a natural progression for you. But to yeah. many others, this is t a terrifying it's thing It's interesting to do. you say it's natural. It hasn't fully felt natural. <laughs> it's felt like I failed a lot and then yeah. figured it out. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so I grew up, my parents are farmers. So I've grown up in um, central Queensland and I also went to boarding school a little bit and my primary school, I went to a school of 12 people. Um, oh I had a God. really interesting growing, <laughs> yeah. like I grew up in the middle of nowhere, like yeah. not, not totally the middle of nowhere, but <laughs> Close it was enough. an hour and a half to the nearest store. Um, okay, yeah, that, that's so, a little nowhere to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, testament to that. <laughs> yeah, and then, um, and then I guess from that, because you see how hard I think my dad worked, mm. that then you, I think I learnt good work ethic young. Yeah. And I think that's really what my parents have given me is, um, and because it's such a small community, it's very neighbourly, so it's like, Treat your neighbour mm. as you want to be treated. They've got your back. If there's a fire that comes through your property, their fire brigade aren't going to come. It's your neighbours that'll come. Yeah. And or if you've got an issue or anything, it's your neighbours that are going to help you out. So I really grew up with that community sense. Like if someone helped out dad, he'd give them a carton of beer or yeah. a carton of eggs or something. Yeah. And then um and then also seeing him work really hard and my mum work really hard. I think that's where the work ethic came from. Yeah. And then the want to drive and be better. And I remember my dad saying, and I don't know if this has any influence on then how I shaped maybe my mm -hmm. values and my goals but he said if you want to be a good person in the world you just have to help people he's yeah. like whether that's working at the checkout chick at IGA yeah. and you're just bringing life to someone's day in a smile and then I think I've been like well let's just like open a million gyms and help people be happier <laughs> and maybe yeah. that's where that came yeah. from but he just like so I think that, that's a lot of good values that they've instilled in me mm -hmm. um, which I'm very grateful for that's then allowed me to um, have that work ethic now yes yeah and were you keen to get out of that small town were you keen um, to like spread your wings yes and, and no like there's obviously a lot of value there but yeah. i do love like now living in brisbane like mm -hmm. i do love the opportunity there's so much more people mm -hmm. i do love living in brisbane there's obviously great value in a small town as well but for me, I was I was definitely looking for more. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess, obviously, did you go to school here in Brisbane or did you? No. So I went to um, school in the middle of nowhere for primary school yeah. um, <laughs> and then went to boarding school in Rockhampton Girls Grammar for grade eight and nine. Oh, nice. And then in grade 10, 11, 12, my parents moved their farm to Pittsworth, which is the other side of Toowoomba. Okay. So I finished school in Pittsworth. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and then just from the gyms, opening some gyms here in Brisbane, I've moved down here and yeah. I travel back. To, I still have a gym in Toowoomba. Yes. So yeah. I travel back a couple of days a week to Toowoomba and then spend the other days here. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And where did the love for health and fitness come from? Yeah. I mean, your parents are farmers, so yes. I mean, there's no probably there not a lot of no. like gym <laughs> they, don't, yeah. they don't like the gym that He's much. Just like yeah. go hay, throw hay yeah, exactly. everywhere. That was dad's you know, exercise. Work out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I had no intention of being a personal trainer. This yeah. is crazy. So when I was in grade ten, it was like time to choose your subjects. Mm. Heaps of my friends or people you went to school with wanted to be a personal trainer. It was like a really in thing back then. Yeah. And I remember so many, I thought I would never be a personal <laughs> trainer. It seems like such a pointless job. Like <laughs> telling people to exercise, don't you just do it? Like I yeah. totally did not get mindset until <laughs> like I was finished school and started training more people. And I was like, oh, you actually need to help your clients with mindset. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then so, but then when I, it was just so happened that they offered Cert 3 in fitness as a subject in school. Okay. So when I started to choose subjects, mum was like, like, well, do what you love. Mm. I was like, oh, I think I want to be a vet, but I have to study science or I could do fitness. I'm just going to do fitness. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. That makes logical sense. I don't know. <laughs> um, anyway, I started like studying my Cert 3 in fitness mm. at the school. So instead of going to like a science yeah. subject, you'd be in the gym training people yes. like your classmates. And then yeah. you'd have to train outside 
people mm. in the gym for your qualification as well and to get your ticks and whatnot. Um, and that's when I started training more clients yeah. on the side as well. And I just fell in love with no matter how bad a person's day was, mm. that you could help them walk into that 30 minute, 45 mm. minute session and you, they'd walk out completely different, yeah. happier, feeling good about themselves. Yeah. And then you train them over a six or eight week period and they'd be so, they'd be like thanking you, you've changed their life, their mm. family's happier. Mm. And I was like, wow, this is incredible. Yeah. Um, like I'd always been like into team sports and stuff growing up. So I'd always been active, but then I think it was how much happiness you could bring to yeah. someone's life yeah. that I was like, I can do this as a job and yeah, make people happy as a job. Yeah. That's exciting. It's good when you see people, there's like obviously that massive endorphin rush when yes. you've like finished a workout, but it's always nice to see people, I guess, just feel good about themselves yeah. and leave like with that little bit of confidence. Yeah. I can imagine that that's just so empowering. It is very fulfilling. Mm. Um, and I think that's what attracted it, me yeah. to it. Not the money or yeah. the lifestyle of PT because that's how it's marketed sometimes. Like but it was the, the heart. Yeah. Mm, amazing. Yeah. So you obviously went through school, um, found a passion for health and fitness and decided that owning a gym was for you. Yeah. What was it like right at the start when you had your first gym? Was it in Toowoomba? Um, no, it was just outside of Toowoomba. Okay. Um, in, it's a bit of a small area called Pittsworth, which is where oh, I went right, to the yeah. last years of school. And that's, that was the first one. And that was when I was six months out of school. So I was 17 and a half. And so that sounds kind of crazy. I probably didn't really think it through. I think there's part of your brain that's still not formed when yeah. you're that age or something. <laughs> just a risk taker. Yeah. And actually my dad said to me later on, like a, a year or two down the track, he actually didn't think I would make it like he actually yeah. didn't think I'd do more than two months wow. um but they knew that I would learn more from failing totally. so that was really good parenting um <laughs> that's no, no it, it literally true, is though. it literally is and um so I'm so glad I had that opportunity um what was the question how did I was, I, what did I was I about think? to say like wh like once you got there what were kind of the struggles that you yeah. initially so faced? I thought it was gonna be way easier than yeah. what it is and I think everyone that goes into business thinks it's gonna be so much easier than it actually is <laughs> and yeah. you have this like ideal idea in your head mm -hmm. that it's gonna be so easy and you're gonna make a lot of money and <laughs> live the high life or whatever entrepreneurship is sold to you like yeah and I think that's what I went into it like yes I wanted to help people but I also wanted to set myself up yeah and I went into it thinking it was going to be easy and then all of a sudden I like it was the complete opposite like so um, at the start it's it's really hard like you've got to put in the hours mm. you've got to do everything you've got to wear every hat you've got to do marketing sales lead a team clients like you've got to do every part of the business yeah and try and manage that and mm -hmm. learn it you've never done it before mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. things like that yeah yeah and I think as well like I mean, you just would have been so young that yeah, it was just like, let's no just idea. jump into yeah. it. Um, <laughs> we'll just figure it all out. And I, I would assume that it was like a deer in headlights kind yes. of scenario. But sometimes that's that's not a bad thing well, either. It gets you started because yeah. you know what you're really in for. And I yeah. remember them me saying at one time, I was like, there's no way I'm ever opening another gym. <laughs> like, obviously, well, now Famous difference changes. But, um, but I do remember that. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, in those first couple of years, like, at year two, I went through a really hard time and I, I've talked to a couple business owners about this and year two seems to be that point where you decide I'm in this, yes I am yeah. or no, I'm going back to a job. Yeah. And um, at year two, I went through a really hard time. Um, I had a business partner originally in the first gym and I had to buy her out and um, my parents were like my real support and they were overseas and um, we were going through some real hard struggles mm -hmm. with the money in the business that time yeah. and we yeah. were losing like two to five grand a month yeah and I was just like I don't know what to do I was trying to do everything I could to get 
the, the finances up to keep this passion and this dream going, to keep helping people. But there was just not enough money there to pay the bills and there's only so many payment plans you mm, can go on yeah. and um to you know obviously pay back people and i just got to this point where i was like i don't know what to do do yeah. i keep going yeah. and it was like um the two weeks of the darkest time in my life ever yeah. and i was actually um driving home from the gym one time and there was this truck coming the other way and i actually thought about turning my car into the truck yeah um and that's really scary for me to think about there was something in my head that just said if you can just make it to the next corner mm. if you can just make it to the next corner and then if you can just i saw that in my head i just like if you can just make it to the next weekend, if you can yeah. just make it to the next weekend, yeah. that's how I got through that time. Yeah, yeah that was that was probably the hardest mm. um, part of business. And then from getting through that and turning that around, you think back to any other challenge you have now, you're like, and, the, and anyone can mm. use this in their life, think back to a really hard time you went through yeah. and be like, if I made it through that, what else can I make it through? Make it through? Yeah. Like if I went through that, then this is like just a little speed bump in the road yeah, yeah. <laughs> 100% and thank you so much for sharing yeah. that with us because it is it's hard to I guess own up or, yeah. or put it out there that there have been times where it's really hard and I guess like in business the hardest bit is sometimes the money and, yeah and you might have all the the passion and the drive in the world but if something's just yeah. not working or perhaps your just expenses are, are bigger than what's coming in yeah. you can catch yourself in really hard positions and no one talks about it yeah. everyone's quick to show their wins especially yes. now on um, instagram on instagram it's very <laughs> quick to be like you know look at everything that i've got but there are i would i would say that every business owner has had times like that where they're just like what have i got myself mm. into like why why am i putting myself through yeah. this um but obviously getting through that and finding just those little glimpses of hope and yeah. not thinking so long term when you're stuck in a moment like that yeah. is just just make it to the next yeah. corner. just make it to Monday let's just focus on today mm. what can I do today to yeah. move forward and that bigger vision like having that bigger vision helps though as well yes. to get through that so I think like having a why and a purpose and something meaningful yeah. allows you to get through those trials and tribulations yes. easier. Yeah. Um, even just in general life, like if you have a reason why you're living and yep. you're doing life, yep. um, it's going to be easier to get through some of the challenges or when someone's mean to you mm. or a relationship breakdown or yep. um, anything that goes on. Yeah. Yeah. So you would have been going through all of this, yeah. having those horrible mm. times when everyone else is most likely going off to uni, yeah. um, kind of doing what you're supposed to do. And I know this is what we spoke yeah. about when I um, chatted on your podcast, but there's this ideal of finishing high school yeah. and off you go to uni or off you go with your trade or off you go to full-time work. You did something that was completely yeah. against the grain. So how did that impact your business? And then how did that impact those tough times as well when you felt like, holy shit, Mm. I don't know if this is going to work out. Yeah, because some of your friends, they can't relate or mm. understand. And they're supportive, so they, mm -hmm. they do their best, of course. But I guess everyone was maybe in a different boat. Yeah. But then there's also people that have been through what you've been through. Yeah. So, like, whatever your experience in your life, mm -hmm. you're not the only one that's going through it or has been through it. Yeah. Um, so I jump on to YouTube and mm. found some key people, other entrepreneurs that speak mm -hmm. about certain things that helped me through that as well mm -hmm. um and i guess if you do have a really good supportive friend they don't necessarily have to understand a hundred percent what you're going through yeah. but they'll be there for you just be listening and just out. to support you mm -hmm. encourage you yeah help you get through it yeah that's important yeah exactly that yeah. door shutting <laughs> a whole world of a difference <laughs> yeah that um, was good yeah. so i guess obviously having that support system is amazing did you have 
a group of friends that kind of helped you when you were kind of going through that mm. hard phase or was you what did you feel kind of on your own you, you feel you feel alone in that dark space like yeah. you can't talk to anyone or you don't want to talk to anyone you're scared of what people think to you yeah so I didn't talk to anyone yeah. and I felt alone but that wasn't the reality like I have a really good best friend Gabby who mm. was always there for me but she didn't know I didn't tell her directly yeah. what I was going through mm. um but she was really supportive yeah um and I love her so much mm. But um, but I it was more myself that made it like a dark space. It yes. was more myself that kept everything in, mm -hmm. um, even though there was a lot. Of, and my parents have always been supportive. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't like there wasn't support, but I put myself in that dark space. Yeah. When all I had to do was reach out and help. But like mm. people are actually really willing to help if yes. you just ask. Yeah. And I think we all want to help someone who's going through a hard time. Yeah. Um, but if we don't know that you're going through a hard time, how do we help? Yes. And then sometimes we don't always know what to say, mm. but you don't always have to know what to say is what mm. I learned. Um, cause I like to be the problem solution yeah. person. And if a friend comes to me with my problem, I wanted to have the solution, but yeah. I didn't always have that. But I've just learned that a hug is sometimes just as good as knowing the answer. Yeah. Well, that's what yeah. I was going to say is like, I think a lot of people think, um, I'm on my own and, and yeah. We're going to talk about mindset stuff, but I just wanted before we get into that, talk about how you can negatively affect mm. your mindset and you can get in your own head and feel like you're alone, feel like you've got no support, feel like you failed. Yeah. How could I ever come back from a failure? This is so embarrassing. I put myself out there and things yeah. haven't worked. And you can get yourself in a negative cycle and how surrounding yourself with people and even if that just means watching people on YouTube like yeah. you did and like I have done in the past as well just yeah. watching people on YouTube who who speak the same language yes. or who understand you and you just see that like glimpse of hope and get that support that can be everything that can change oh, yeah. your mind in in a moment in a video in a hug yeah and it sounds really lame but it's just so much about who you have around you yeah. um, that can help you get out of those mindsets. Yeah, and again, like, you do become who you surround yourself with. Mm -hmm. So again, if you're surrounding yourself with, it's such a cliche saying, but if you're surrounding yourself with, like, negative and people who hate their life and they're angry and they're mm -hmm. going nowhere, mm -hmm. you're going to be naturally influenced by them. Yeah. But if you want more for your life and you want more happiness and to go after things, well, then you've got to get a better circle group and a better friends. Mm -hmm. And it is hard to let go of friends. Totally. It is hard. Um, but it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's like, like we're talking about your story here, obviously it was like a transition between that high school mm. real life, which is where like you try and hold on to your high school friends. Yeah. Um, but everyone ends up going. Yeah. I only really talk ways. to two, like have two yeah. friends from high school. Yeah. I think it'll yeah. be about the same. Hey, yeah. it's just, you think that they're going to be your friends for life. But a lot of the time you branch out and meet new people and yeah. meet like It's just friends. a natural evolution of your growth as a person. And that's going to happen with your friends as well. Yeah. So we're at business one. Yes. So you've overcome this really, really hard time in your life. What made you say, let's open more? <laughs> like after all the, all the struggle and, and the questioning yourself, was there a pivotal moment where you were like, I see, I see this going bigger mm. and I see this really being a movement rather well, than Well, it's just always one. been a passion of mine mm. to, um, to have multiple. And so in that dark time, I also met PLC, which is the brand mm -hmm. I'm with. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I went from the small town and opened up PLC Toowoomba. Yeah. So let go of the other business. I closed that one down and pursued with PLC. So opened PLC Toowoomba, which it's nearly two years old. Yeah. So we're getting like more recent now. Mm. And, um, and so that's the one in Toowoomba. And then a bit over a year ago, 15 months ago, I opened North Lakes, PLC North Lakes. 
and then Chermstad and Albion have opened this year. Yeah. So what made me want to? Is that the question? Yeah. What made me want to? I love growth mm. and I know that challenge comes or growth comes from challenge. Yeah. Um, and challenge gives you more growth. And I knew that, okay, it's a passion to help more people and not just be a personal trainer or just run one business forever. Mm. I wanted to do more. Um, and it's not for everyone. Owning multiple is not for everyone. Mm. Owning a business is not even for everyone. Mm. It's just like it was a passion of mine and something that I knew was in my heart mm. to do. Mm-hmm. And um, so I wanted to do that. I pursued that now. Did I open it way too early before I was ready? Of course. Um, <laughs> did I make more mistakes? Was it more stressful having to? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> would I do it any other way? No, because <laughs> I loved it. You learned from it. It made me a better person. And because you're under so much pressure to have to yeah. step up and grow and be better, yeah. or you lose everything potentially, mm-hmm. you have to just learn and grow and go. Yeah. And I love that. And I'm so grateful for that opportunity to mm. do that. Yeah. And mm. I think as well, you know, you now stepping up into this, you've kind of created this this personal brand of yours as yeah. well, where you're really, really passionate about helping other people kind yes. of follow whatever their passions are. And we yeah. were just talking about, you know, you've um, rebranded your podcast to more freedom, which yes. is just living a life of freedom, whatever yeah. that individually means to someone. 100%. Um, and I think that if this all didn't happen and if you weren't here today, you wouldn't yeah. be passionate about I talking agree. about this stuff. And I know that you're really passionate about the mindset side. Yes. Why? What is it about mindset? Mm that helps so many people through business and even Mm. just life in in Multiple things. Mm -hmm. So the first thing and why I'm so passionate about it is because for so many of us, we look for in the external, like in the cars, the money, Mm. what we wear, how we look. Mm. We look for happiness and freedom outside of ourselves, externally. Um, but inside of ourselves is actually where true happiness and freedom is found. Mm-hmm. Like you can look at the third world countries and they have nothing yet. Some of the, they're some of the happiest people ever, like that how. But then you go to Australia or America and our suicide rates are so high. Mm-hmm. Yet we have everything. Like if you lose your job tomorrow, you've got Centrelink at least. Yeah. You've got to have rent. You're still yeah. going to have a uh, house yep. and something to eat. Um, even if it's baked beans, you've mm-hmm. got something to get you by. Mm-hmm. Um, where in other countries, we don't have that opportunity. Yeah. So we actually have so much and we're so privileged, mm-hmm. yet we maybe complain the most. We have high depression, and anxiety and suicide rates. And that for me really puzzles me when we have so much to be grateful for. Yeah. And, um, and it's, it's for me, it's because happiness and freedom and a free mindset is not external. It's mm-hmm. not in what we own or what we have or... Um, how many Instagram followers or likes that we have it's not external and we shouldn't idolize those things like they shouldn't become the number one priorities in our life Mm -hmm. Um, yet we let them and I think that's where destruction starts Um, that if we go inside of ourselves and deal with like our emotions our will our internal strength Mm -hmm. what's going on between our two ears um, this real estate you know Mm -hmm. instead of the real estate out there Mm -hmm. you know and um, and working on that and investing into yourself um, instead of investing just into the car that you own that that's huge for me and that's where my biggest breakthroughs are because I bought it an Audi really young Mm. and I love the car but it didn't make me any more happy or any more free but investing into myself through a coach or a mentor and and learning about more about me and Mm. what's going on in here (laughs) made me happier and allowed me to do more yeah yeah I couldn't agree more it's it's funny because obviously since starting my business journey I've had to like cut everything when I was younger um, working full-time I pretty much had a paycheck that was like I pretty much do what I want yeah. still make some savings and it was all good and since starting business everything's had to just like cut yeah had to cut anything that like yeah. every decision is like mm, is yeah. it worth it you know because you're taking away from x 
And so it's, it's crazy what happens to you when you cut all that noise, you know, you yeah. can't, you have to think twice about going out for drinks with everyone and yeah. you have to think twice about, you know, oh, do I need that outfit? Can I repeat clothes? And that sounds stupid. Yeah. But to me, when I was young, yeah. it was like, what? I'm repeating an outfit. Like, yeah. what? People what are going to see that doing? on my Insta feed <laughs> yeah. twice? What? Like, yeah. things like that that we get caught, we, we define ourselves by that stuff, mm. by the clothes we wear, the things that we're doing, the people that we're hanging out with. Yeah. Um, that's how we identify ourselves with. And it's really um, an interesting shift when you kind of strip it all back and you say, right, like you're not spending any money. Yeah. You're going to work on something and you're going to like tunnel vision in on something. How much more, I guess, you live day to day and like you can get really excited day to day, um, but you can also get very sidetracked day to day. And it's it's just... A, a daily I guess constantly like keeping your focus on that why and yeah. on that vision and on that goal because we get distracted by the craziest stuff like yeah scrolling through Instagram oh yeah how much of us waste time doing that yeah no. how much time do you think you all spent scrolling on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> well Facebook I mean I, your iPhone now tells you every week yeah. and you're like oh oh that's embarrassing <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I have to like set restraints around it because even though sometimes I'll just find myself just mindlessly, I'm not interacting, I'm not liking, it's mm. just like a habit mm. of just doing this and it's really dangerous because you could spend 20 minutes just scrolling and absorbing people's lives um, instead of doing something for yourself. Yeah. And it could even literally be just having a bath yeah. or literally just sitting in the sun. It doesn't have to be these like profound moments. Mm. Um, but for some reason we get so caught up in, in watching other people's lives and defining ourselves. Yeah, others. comparing ourselves mm -hmm. to others or that person's body or their clothes or their car. Yeah. But how do you know if they're actually happier on the inside yeah. um, or more fulfilled? If we don't want to look at happiness, let's look at fulfillment, yes, you know? Totally. Um, how do you know that? Like, mm. yeah, they probably have the same worries, the same struggles, mm -hmm. the same fears, um, mm -hmm. the same insecurities as you do. They're just better at putting a filter on, <laughs> you know? Yeah. A nice preset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what advice would you give to someone who perhaps, you know, wants to live a life like you, but mm. they're stuck in that, in that scrolling through yeah. Instagram or they're stuck comparing themselves. It's just almost like that they're on the edge, but they're scared to take. Mm that next step so first of all it's the decision to whatever you want to do so mm -hmm. you've got to be really clear on that decision that goal or that vision or yeah. what it is that you really want from your life and then the deciding to commit and go all in and there's going to be fears there's mm -hmm. going to be distractions there's going to be troubles and challenges but does the goal mean enough to you yeah. does the why mean enough to you is that worth pursuing or you'll just stay where you are like how mm -hmm. many people do we know are 40 50 mm -hmm. even 60 mm -hmm. in a job that they hate yeah. that they knew they hated it when they were 25 or 30 mm -hmm. midlife crisis mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. um, but they didn't do anything about it and yep. they just stayed there because they had to pay the mortgage the car loan and the kids, kids. You know, yeah. but at the same time, you're dying inside, your soul's dying inside. Mm -hmm. and that's not the way I want to live my life. And, yeah. and I have a really strong why of how I want to help the world. So, mm -hmm. so whatever your goal, your why, your purpose is, you've got to be really crystal clear on that. And then kind of like blinkers on, let's not let distractions Probably. happen. Yeah, there's going to be parties I want to go to. 
um, or other things that might pop up or things I can't afford right now. Yeah. But I'm going to say no to those things because this is the goal that I want to pursue. And it's more about the long term gratification than the short term. Mm. So the short term pleasure, it's like if you're wanting to lose weight in the gym, the short term pleasure is to eat the chocolate now <laughs> yeah, um, and to miss my workout now. But long term, you'll be unhappy because you're overweight and you're depressed yeah. and you're not happy with your body. Of course. Yeah. Same happens in our life. Now we can make short-term sacrifices now for long-term wins in our life, for long-term gratification and fulfillment. Yeah. Um, the same happens when we come back and we've set our goals now, mm-hmm. um, and you've got to make that. You've got to really make that, like that decision. Then the yeah. second thing is that I would get like a coach or a mentor or someone that can you can learn from mm-hmm. that's been there, that's done that. So Kerwin Ray is my mentor, and mm-hmm. I'm in his mastermind, yep. and that's been really powerful in helping me grow. But there's so many different out there. Um, and even just getting onto YouTube and podcasts, yeah. that is a great place to start, yes. to start learning and getting around people that know more than you, that are better than you, mm-hmm. um, to start raising you up and raising your standards. Cause like when you see, you know, oh yeah, I'm doing pretty good. And then you see someone else over there. I'm not in a comparison way, in an inspiration yeah. way being like, well, they're doing also that. Mm. What if I could do that in my business or life or career mm-hmm. as well? Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah, definitely. And if you're like, starting out you don't necessarily have the funds yet like youtube is a great place to start and it's actually a great place to like funnel out perhaps someone that you'd like to work with in the future like i'm sure you probably found start following them on on instagram watching their stuff yeah yeah what about someone that like literally doesn't even know their passion so like they know they're unhappy they know that things are just like on that hamster wheel but they don't they don't even you're just know unhappy you don't know what else there what is or could next. be yeah i think just try a bunch of things I agree. um so or even just like you're already going to be living what you love mm-hmm. so look at in your hobbies or your spare times what is it that you're drawn to or when you're on social media what are you naturally watching and listening to or following yeah. what causes you heaps of pain yeah. like maybe maybe it's you hate animals being hurt yeah. and that causes you so much pain but like playing with your dog co- causes you so much happiness yeah. maybe you do love the gym mm-hmm. and seeing people who are unhappy with their body causes you a lot of pain mm-hmm. maybe maybe it's that you love helping people change their life and you can't stand being sick people they're sick people yeah. in the world Maybe go on a, th- a trip to a third world country, mm. help out in a soup kitchen, help out at mm. RSPCA, yeah. go to different networking events, listen to different people on YouTube yeah. and just see what's out there Yeah, um, because you'll find you'll just naturally be, you'll probably already be naturally doing the things in your life that you mm. love mm-hmm. because they're of high value to you. Yeah. You just haven't consciously realized you're like, oh, I just love playing with my niece and nephew on the weekend because they're my niece and nephew. Mm. But maybe you just love kids. Yeah. and you're in a a law job and that's Mm. totally not aligned yeah you know so um i think you're probably already doing it in your life Mm -hmm. you just maybe not being conscious of it or you haven't tried the thing so go out and try different things yeah no i couldn't agree more and i think a lot of people are like especially when we're young we think like there's no time (laughs) yeah you gotta have it all sorted yeah and it's just there's so much time yeah there's so much time to try different things and even if it's just like no cross that one yeah and there's so much time to like if you studied something and you're in that profession, you hate the profession, there's so much time to go back to square zero yes. and go back to a shack and renting a shack <laughs> and living off baked beans yeah. like you were in uni or yeah. wherever it was for you. Mm-hmm. There's so much time to go back and retry. And I never feel like anything's a wasted skill no either. Like even if literally you like hate a job and you're like, I'm leaving it, you still have X, Y, Z yeah. skills learned. So much, so along much. The way. Like it's never never a complete waste and if anything it's just like everything happens for a reason yeah i feel and especially like things that you learn or people you meet along the way yeah totally yeah um and then i want to 
touch on, I guess, once you've obviously you figured out your passion, you've got kind of worked for it. Yeah. You have a team yeah. around you that I, mm. it stands out. Yeah, cool. It stands out to me, the passion, the excitement, the youth. Yeah. And the enthusiasm. Yeah. That is like something that really stands out to me with you. Yeah. How important is it to have not only a team that are passionate about the same things as you, but they're young and they're motivated yeah. and they're excited. And how do you, I guess, choose a team to, to mm. build this with you? Yeah. So I guess when you're in that stage of hiring people, it's so important that you get the right people alongside you mm. because you're right. People are either going to build the business mm -hmm. with you to exceptional heights or they're going to be the number one thing that will hold you back to yeah. stay, make you stay where you are. Yeah. Um, so I guess for me, I first look for people that are aligned with our purpose, mission and values. Yeah. Like people that already want to do what we do or people that already are doing what we're doing. They just haven't got the right strategy or they're yeah. missing a part or something. Yeah. So I look for um, for people that already have passion mm. and purpose and life and youth. So you just find those people. You don't try and make a person happy or make a person <laughs> love health and fitness. Yeah. That doesn't happen You're and that'll never it. work. <laughs> yeah. You're going to love yeah. it. <laughs> you can't sell someone into it. Mm. So finding people that are already passionate and healthy and happy, um, probably that is the main tip. Mm -hmm. It sounds really simple when I just yeah. say it like that and it's not as simple as that in real life because mm -hmm. I've had, I've gone through so many stuff that have not been right or I've made wrong mm. talent recruitment decisions and I've had to fire people yeah. um, and um, it, it's difficult because I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm the best reader of people either like straight away I couldn't just pick people you know people just yeah. there's some people out there that just pick people it's like an intuition hey yeah. like some people just have it I'm, I'm terrible for it yeah. too I'm just like we're friends yeah everyone's amazing yeah, you know no. um, so I've also made a lot of bad hiring decisions from that yeah and then um, it's also been hard to let those people go yeah. but but in the long run yeah. like it's worth it yeah and um yeah and I think like that's a testament to you just wanting mm. to once again help everyone. Yeah. That's your life mission mm. and purpose is to help and, and teach yeah. and, and, and you know bring people up and help them have yeah. that freedom. So that's I guess um, perhaps something that like you think you're doing the right thing but it ends up not being the best yeah. decision. Um, what do you feel like your weaknesses are and how do you mm. kind of work on that yeah. as well to kind of balance the business? Absolutely. So my weaknesses um, are more in the details and the planning and the organization and the systems okay. and the real like businessy, businessy okay. side of things. Yeah. I don't like the numbers. <laughs> I have, um, my mum actually does my books oh, and I she and I have an awesome accountant that yeah. I have monthly meetings with. So they take care of that. And then I, um, so how I manage that is I, for example, I have an kick-ass manager in Toowoomba who's so skilled at the details mm. and um, the discerning of people and the systems and the procedures and same with my business partner Matt in North Lakes he's really good at that stuff yeah. um, too and uh, different skills and different yeah. strengths and so I know what I'm really good at um, which is the energy the vision the fire the passion mm -hmm. um, mm, the, the visionary the, I am the, <laughs> I am a visionary um, so which at the start is really hard because yeah. you have to do everything you can't yeah, just live your big God. dreams you have to do everything else as well yeah. um, which taught me a lot of dis discipline and consistency mm. and understanding where everyone's at so I'm glad I've done every role um, and that's probably my biggest tip is probably just hire 
people yeah. that are Definitely. your weaknesses mm. um, that fit really well with you that have the same vision mission and passion yeah um, but they have completely different skill strengths totally. and they respect you for what you do and you respect them for what they yeah. do yeah. Um, and then you just work together on fire to help more people yeah that's mm. amazing that's a perfect tip and just something you said there that I want to revert back to before yeah. we um, start to wrap it up um, you said oh, it's gone blank on me oh no Okay. <laughs> right as I was about to like drop a bomb. Um, oh my gosh. Nah, I've lost it. It'll come back to me. Okay. Um, yeah. So obviously finding people that have compliment you yes. and, and compliment your weaknesses mm. rather than just having a team who are all visionaries. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. See, when mm -hmm. you get talking, you, it yeah. just all comes back. It wouldn't work if we were all like me, you know, that would, we would not get anywhere. We'd just be thinking about the big picture. Yeah, exactly. That we'd we'd be thinking be like, of the new next idea of how we can improve whatever totally, it is totally. and that wouldn't work. Yeah, exactly. So how did you cope yeah. when you had to work day to day, when you had to just be in the gym when you mm. had to be training people and then you had to go and do the books and yeah. like you had to do everything when deep down you could like you could see mm. the vision you know where you wanted to go but you were stuck yeah i think knowing where you want to go helps because it's yeah. okay to do what you have to do you have that goal planned of when i can okay forget this many more members and i can bring on this person you yeah. know and i'm not earning any more money mm. but mm -hmm. now i have more time yeah so okay hit the goal of I get this many more members or sales or whatever it is mm. and then I can employ this person to cover this role yeah and then I'll do the next bit of work and then bring this next person on yeah so I guess having that bigger goal and the plan in place helps mm. a lot mm -hmm. um, so I am a planner I guess yeah um, bigger planner yeah um, and then then also it taught me a lot though having to do everything taught me a lot about discipline and consistency mm. and hard work and mm. not making excuses not complaining it taught me so much I'm grateful I had to do it all yeah. and I can understand where a trainer is right now if they're in a tough situation I've been there I understand that yes so um, I love that um, yeah yeah and I guess the reason why I wanted to bring that up is there's nothing wrong with getting stuck in that in that grind no. in that like day I was there to day. for so long yeah but it's okay like if you think of your whole life we're gonna average life we're gonna live is 84 years yeah. right now in Australia mm -hmm. um, so if you have to do it for 10 years even mm. is it okay to yeah. then to then build up your business or your career because mm -hmm. even if you're just in an awesome job that you love yeah. there's also ways that you can build up that and go yeah. up the ranks there yeah exactly yeah. and it's like you said before it's that long-term vision mm and slowly chipping away slowly working yes. hard when no one else kind of sees it yeah no one else is you know everyone if in fact everyone else is saying to you why aren't you coming out for drinks why are you why working hanging? too hard yeah, or whatever yeah. <laughs> i never see you all that stuff it's it's just that slow mm. like chip away in in hope of that big grand yeah. vision and I, like still in that time i still have fun like still see your friends i like, still put your relationships first because yeah. you don't want to just again have success money and, and business nothing. as your number one thing because mm. then you're missing out on also your relationships with people mm -hmm. and for so many years i put making money in the business mm. as the number one goal yeah and um i think that cost me a lot in terms of maybe other like internal happiness or relationships mm. with just friends i'm yes. not talking partner relationships yeah. I'm just talking like even friendships and family relationships yeah and um and I think think that yes we have to hustle 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 yeah 
but we can also still take Saturday mm. and Sunday off mm. and put up that boundary and be like, I'm going to spend time with my family and I'm going to rest. Yes. But I really haven't learned that until recently, like this year, mm -hmm. where I've been okay to not do anything on a Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. You know, um, and that was probably something that I didn't think I could do because I think we've got a lot of messages like from big entrepreneurs that are like, hustle, 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 hard yeah, work, hard totally. work, don't yeah. rest. Why would you rest? Why would you waste a minute scrolling <laughs> on Instagram? <laughs> yeah. Well, we do need sleep. We do yeah. need these things. We still have a life that's not just our business, even mm. though we love it and it will yeah. give us a lot of life. Yeah. We also still have like our family and our relationships. So yeah. yeah, I think that's for me, that's been my biggest shift of mindset recently. Yes. Um, oh, I can rest and still have success, yeah. what? <laughs> oh, yeah, nice. I can have friendships and invest yeah. into that and still be okay with myself, what? Yeah. Like it's always an ongoing of evolution of what I'm learning about myself too. Yeah. And I love every moment of it. Yeah, yeah. and I think as well, like this goes back to last um, month's podcast interview, yeah. but we're women yeah. and it's different for us. And yeah. it's, I think you and I probably look up to the same kind of men online yeah. who preach that kind of stuff. But in reality, we are women and mm. we, we love being around people and we love nurturing yeah. people and spending time with the people that we love. And our idea of hard work is different to a man's idea yeah. of hard work. And if we're always trying to compete with the men, we're like getting that resistance. Whereas we need to be tapping into the parts of ourselves that work well and then giving ourselves the time to like yeah. relax and rejuvenate and have time for ourselves and have time for family and friends yeah, too. Of course. And you can have both yes. and there can be a balance. It's such a lie that you can't have both that you just have to spend that saying like, was that entrepreneur saying like work, two or four years of your life or 10 years of your life like no one else won't to live the rest of your life like yeah. no one else won't yeah, yeah and I don't yeah. like that saying because mm -hmm. I'm like well I'm like you can still enjoy every part of your life of course. and I'm gonna be in business forever of I'm not doing business to live yes. on an island and drink coconuts yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see Nicole in five years yeah, like, on, on the island you yeah. know no that's not me you know like, honestly like if you if you want to be a recluse like yeah. they will you'll do everything you can so you can get on that plane yeah. and get to that private island like that's cool if that's your goal but if you want to live a life of freedom and you can mm. share it with others and treat others yeah um it's it's about that journey of, of sharing it with them as well it's not about just and i like, think if you spent two weeks sipping co sipping from coconuts on an <laughs> island yeah you'd be so bored especially <laughs> as someone like myself that i just love doing stuff yeah and i think i'd have to come back to do work you know yeah you'd like where are people to talk yeah to? <laughs> yeah amazing all right i'm gonna start wrapping this up because i feel like you and i could be talking be forever <laughs> what do you like to do outside of work mm -hmm. and I guess this blends in nicely to just what we were saying to just rest and recharge and and be ready for the week ahead yeah I don't know so many different things even if it's just nothing yeah, <laughs> to be honest okay, I get to my weekend I'm just, I lay on my bed and yeah. I read I, start, I started reading books again which I haven't read books for ages mm. so like for me like that's a reflection of like taking time yeah. and slowing down is yeah. I'm reading books again. Yeah. Um, so I, I like enjoy that now. Mm. Um, even just catching up with a friend or just watching a bit of Netflix yeah. or just like really doing nothing. Just switching yeah. the mind off. Just yeah. like no business. I'm just gonna yeah. like, just like put my attention into a Netflix mm. show or a book and yeah. just switch off. Yeah, yeah or just catch up with a friend or go to somewhere nice to eat. Mm. Um, I don't do much actually. It kind of sounds boring. My life is just. Yeah. <laughs> but that's good. You're at a point where you can have that, you know, yeah. work, 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 and then just chill yeah. as well and have that that freedom. Like yeah. We're talking about. And it took me a long time to not be guilty. Like I, I yeah. felt really guilty yeah. if I didn't work, if I wasn't at work. Yeah. Like 
you worked how many other days yeah. and you did how much in your week yeah. and you feel how guilty. How many hours have you done in yeah. the lead up to this moment? Yeah, you feel guilty for watching a Netflix show. What? You go, girl. Yeah. <laughs> and what is next for you? What is the, um, the next 12 months looking yeah, like for you? Yeah, so I have a few things like coming up that I probably can't talk about just yet, no, um, yeah. which are like secret surprises, <laughs> which is really hard when you ask that question from an <laughs> interviewee perspective, I know. Okay. Um, so there's some really cool things um, coming up that I'm planning in the <laughs> background. Um, that Your I'm, personal brand or? A little bit of both, okay, so a little cool. bit of both. Um, so definitely some cool stuff like with the rebrand of the podcast coming in and more stuff with my personal brand coming soon as well mm -hmm. um, to obviously help more people on that global scale but with their mindset. Cool. Um, and then different things for the gym that will be evolving as well. So I'm excited to share it's that exciting. with you when it Yeah, when I yeah, can. no, that's totally, like, that's exciting. That's, I love it. Yeah. That's great. I love that you're the spreading intrigue. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone will be so intrigued. Yeah. Um, and we'll wrap it up with my last question before yes. we open it up to Q&A. Yes. What advice would you give to your younger self? Oh, such a good question. <laughs> um, oh, I don't know, like I'm, I'm really grateful for just like how I've gone out there and and done a lot of stuff mm. um, but but maybe just like that permission that it's okay to slow down step back yeah. evaluate things to not stress about things yeah um, to, to see the bigger plan and picture and everything and not mm. get so stressed about all the little things or yeah. worried about the little things um, put up more boundaries as, as well like boundaries yeah. around rest time and how much time like a lot of clients will try and take a lot of energy yes. as well yeah. so put up boundaries around that like I used to accept clients messaging me at 10 p.m. on Saturday and I thought I had to reply straight yeah. away yeah. like no mm. email the yeah. gym not yeah. me yeah. you know totally. um, and so I guess more like things around that that I think you just naturally learn as you get <laughs> older that I don't have to say yes to everyone or be perfect to everyone or please everyone mm. I think I was naturally maybe a little bit more of a people pleaser just because I loved people yes. and I still love humans that were so intriguing mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. but you, not everyone's gonna love us and that's okay yeah so yeah, yeah. I love that that's yeah. amazing thank you and thank you <laughs> so okay. much for that interview that was awesome that's more than happy to share girls do you have any questions <laughs> <laughs> anyone gonna be brave to ask something yes so back to when you were a PT and decided yes. that you wanted to start for the first year, mm. what was the marketing and business strategy behind how you were going to get new clients? Yeah. And how does that evolve from mm. when you yeah. Oh, it's definitely evolved and changed because you get better and you have no idea what you're mm. doing at the start. Yeah. Um, so at the start, um, I think I put like an ad in the newspaper, which I wouldn't do now. <laughs> um, I put an ad in the newspaper, I put up some posts, some really bad posts on Instagram and Facebook. Um, what else did I do? I think maybe just some word of mouth around yeah. and Was whatnot. social media big back then? It still was, it still yeah. was, because that was only yeah, seven so or six years ago, yeah. yeah. And, um, and well, it was good, like we, we got, you know, really good signups in the start. And I think word of mouth probably helped us a lot at the start and maybe being in a smaller area, mm. like word of mouth helped us a lot yeah. more. And then starting to learn social media, I was not really consistent at the start. Mm -hmm. Didn't really know how to do a good Facebook ad or what was really aesthetically pleasing at all. Yeah. Um, didn't really get a proper videographer until a couple years in. Um, <laughs> but now I guess I've learned a lot more about different video ads and Facebook ads and retargeting and using influencers mm. and um, I guess in Brisbane it's a lot more competitive so you've got to know mm. a little bit more about how to market. Yeah, a lot goes on in Brisbane yeah. where we're yeah. figuring out. Yeah. Like it's, it's crazy competitive. <laughs> yeah and so, um, so a lot of different things like that um, I guess it's definitely evolved but 
but having that constant attitude to learning and growing like Facebook and Instagram, the laws of marketing are always changing. Mm. Um, so um, doing different courses around that help you as a lot. But right now content is where it's at. Um, creating content, quality, valuable content that people want to watch and engage with and they can learn from and get educated from. Mm. And then if you can remarket them, yeah. the viewers of that video or that content to another video to then an offer, mm -hmm. that's probably the best way to go about marketing now. Yeah. yeah. Fan of video? Yes, yeah. me too. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Perfect. Anyone else? Yeah, some questions. <laughs> Everyone's shy. I've got a question. Yes. Yeah. I haven't really had much time to think of topics. That's okay. Well, that's all right. Go for it. <laughs> but like, what advice would you give to someone who mm. feels like they're stuck in a job that they hate? Yeah. But they haven't found their passion yet. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So it's okay to be in that. Like, I think first mm. give us the permission. Permission. It's okay for your life to be messy, mm. and you. It's okay for you to actually not love your life. I think there's so yeah. much pressure on us to have to love our life yeah. and have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. But I still go through moments where I'm like, am I really happy with this part yeah. of my life? Yeah. Um, but the question I do love to ask myself to really just be clear on if I'm in one of those positions, because so say, say your average life is to 84. So if I'm doing what I am doing now, could I do that till I'm 84? Mm. And if the answer is no, well, we've got to figure out a way to change that tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, you know, might not know the answer right now mm. at all and you might not know how to change it or, okay, I've got this great income, especially if you've, you're earning like a hundred grand a year and you're like, but I'm unhappy. Yeah. Well, what am I meant to do that's also going to make me happy, but mm. I still need to be able to live. I can't just like quit my job tomorrow and do nothing <laughs> and live on the beach. Man, I'd love to lay on the beach every day. Uh, that's not how it works. Mm. Oh, really? Oh, um, damn it. <laughs> Adulting. Oh. Um, yeah. I think what I would do is maybe back to that question about trying different things, mm. talking to different people. Do you know what just naturally lights you up inside or what hobbies you have? Or... Yeah, I've got a few things. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to think of ways you can make a business out of it. Of course, it. yeah. And maybe it might not be making a business out of it straight away, but working for someone who has a business out of it straight away. Um, because if you're awesome and you've got a great work ethic and you want to learn and then you offer like there's a job that comes up or there might not be a job but you know the owner of that business and you message them on Instagram mm. and you're just like hey I'm such and such and such and I don't actually have much experience or maybe you do have experience but I love what your mm. business is about I would love um, to see what jobs you have going at the moment if there is no jobs I'd love I'd love to even just give my services for free yeah. so if you even just give your services for yeah. free for a week or yeah give them value in some way that gives you like a foot in the door or if you can somehow network and find someone who knows the boss or yeah I don't know like even if you could get in on an internship or start studying something that gives you that internship there's a million different ways that you could get into it so even if you're like this is my jam and I want to do that but I'm not right at the skill level to make a business out of it. How could I work for someone that has the business out of it? Yeah. Um, that could be even greater. Yeah. And than, I mean, Nicole's mm. literally just said that she hires people based on yeah. if they have the same mission yeah. and the same values. Yeah. They're not looking at your re resume yeah. going tick, 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 mm. tick. You're hiring someone based on their attitude and yeah. their passion and, and really wanting to move the company forward. Yeah. So if it's literally for you just a learning skill, just approach people and you'd be so surprised. And you might get 10 no's, yeah. um, but like that old school sales yeah. saying that every no gets you close to a yes. Yeah. So you might hit up like, you know, if there's, if there's this super passion that you want to do and this business you want to get into, that, that person that says no to you the first time is not the only person mm. with the same kind of business in Brisbane. Yeah. So there might be at least, there'd be at least 20 other businesses oh, yeah. with the similar thing that you want to do. 
if you knock in every door, mm. you message everyone, mm. you know, you're going to somehow get in. And if you don't get in, if you try again next month, they'll be like, this girl, yeah, she's maybe I should give her a chance. Yeah. You know, well, last month I wasn't, but I've yeah. just had someone, I've just had a reception yeah. quit. Who's top of mind. Yeah. So um, there's yeah. so many different ways. But when I think when you start asking that question, um, and pushing the realms of what mm. is possible yeah. and you're like let's push on this wall let's go through this window maybe that door is open yeah. um, there's so many different opportunities that are out there when we start allowing ourselves to think bigger and I think like the age of being qualified yeah. I mean like I say this all the time if you want to be a doctor or a lawyer cool you've got to have your Please degree <laughs> but I think that's still I mean it was big for when I was yeah. in school and probably still for you but the age of like having the degree in something is done yeah everything that i have learned to this date has been through youtube through buying just like udemy courses which are like yeah. 15 bucks um and just applying it and testing it and trialing it and seeing where it takes me and putting myself in those situations where i just have that real life experience it's not yeah. about having all like your boxes ticked um or your you know eyes dotted it's about having the right attitude and and have a go like i did not have any experience or qualification yeah. at the start you have to be prepared to fail a lot more, yeah. <laughs> but does it pay off? Yes. Of course. Yeah. Definitely. Mm. Any other questions? Okay. I have a question. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Being an old, old person in the room, Aww. listening to you girls talking, I think it's fantastic that you both have passion Aww. and drive for what Thanks. you believe in. And I think it's so nice for you to be able to speak to other women at the same um, caliber and who think the same way that you do and to constantly each day get up with the motivation and the passion inside of you to you know make people's dreams come true that's really good I'm really proud of both of you Aww, but we wouldn't have been so able much. to get there as well without our parents exactly pushing yes. us and our parents giving us the opportunity yeah. as well mm. which a lot of like generations before them they only yeah. do what they they, they have it at their um, yeah you know in front of them and, and w neither of us yeah. you say it you've said it from the get-go that mm. your parents were your biggest support yeah. network and so are mine yeah and I and I do uh, like not treat that lightly because yeah. if I was just so happened to be born into a different family yeah. in a different country or just um, a different part of Australia or whatever yeah. it is yeah. or with a different set of morals I could be a completely different yeah. person um, so I don't treat it lightly and I, yeah. I think that like as we all grow up to be parents as well yeah. I'm like oh what can I give to my kids I don't want to screw it up you know and we are so privileged and it's like our right yeah. to try because we're so mm. lucky to be born in this country yeah. and to have the opportunities that we do yeah it's our right to like give something a go and honest to god I feel like I failed a thousand times yeah. and I feel honestly probably on a month monthly basis something happens to me where I'm just like what what the fuck am I yeah. doing honestly but who gives a shit yeah. honestly like really it only matters between you and like your your close-knit group yeah. like it really doesn't matter what person x is doing and what they think of you it's really about you finding your happiness mm. and you chasing that and that's all that matters yeah cool I think we'll leave thank you so much guys thank you nicole that was Aww. amazing we covered so many we topics. did we did i hope you got value <laughs>